I'm Dr. Carrie Huller. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about motivation and how to help yourself to be motivated to do things that you want to do. It's actually an interesting thought, the idea of trying to get yourself to be motivated to do things that you want to do. I mean, on the one hand, if it's something you want to do, the thought might be, wouldn't you be motivated already? I mean, so with that, I think it's hard. I think there's some people that are very driven and are motivated enough by whatever they, they want to do that they just execute it. For others, that's really hard, even if there's stuff you want to do, whether it's, oh, I actually feel like I should, I don't know, rake the leaves or paint paint the shed. Whatever it is, there may be something that stops you. I'm tired. I don't feel like doing it. I'm bored. I'd rather do something else that's more fun. Whatever it is, these things can in- interrupt you. Or even the idea of, oh, I should go for a bike ride. I should go for a run. Like things that you're fully capable of doing, yet in that moment or in general, you may lack that motivation on the follow-through. So the real question then becomes, even for the things that you enjoy doing but can't get yourself to do, how do you motivate yourself to make those changes or to act in the moment on those things that you want to do? If there was one simple strategy that worked for everyone to get yourself to be motivated to do stuff that you want to do but can't get yourself to do, probably that would be quite the invention that would be in high demand. Yet, unfortunately, as far as I know, I don't think there's one thing that really works for everyone. And that's because everyone's different. If you think about the things that motivate you, whether it's you know food, exercising, money, wh- whatever it is, there's going to be some variability. There may be some things that a lot of people are motivated by money or by the idea of a nice dessert. So there are going to be certainly some similarities, but at the same time, it's the combination of different motivators paired with intrinsic motivation to do stuff and a desire to see a change either in the moment or long term. So for example, with working out, maybe in the moment you can't necessarily see, oh, if I start working out now or I keep working out, I'm going to be be healthier or happier with the way that I look. But over a longer period of time, there would be that that you know end goal. So the question then becomes, how do you, when you're not motivated by the short-term gain on something, how do you help to see the long-term goal? So one practical strategy is to try to create an, an immediate sort of benefit that you get, whether it's a natural thing like a physiological feeling of doing something or something you reward yourself with for doing something, even, even if like the law, like even just an example for, let's say someone's in school. So if, you know, high school is probably a good example. So let's say there's in either ninth grade, theoretically, the grades you get in ninth grade technically count towards GPA for college. But for a lot of kids, the idea of college at that point is so far off that how I do on this test is not necessarily going to be a good sort of motivator to thinking I need to put more time to study so I'll get into college. I mean, there are some people that feel that way that are maybe, that are definitely very focused on that, maybe even at times too too focused. But the point is, when something is so far off, for some people, it's it, it's too far off to sort of become a tangible motivator. So in terms of this idea of how to make change or how to be motivated, I mean, the first thing you want to identify also is, what do you want to change? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to, I don't know, be healthier? Is it that... I don't know, you want to start cooking more, yet you keep grabbing whatever's in the refrigerator because you're rushing for meals. Whatever it is, like maybe write it down. Say, this is my goal. This is either something I want to act on or this is what I want to achieve and I need to figure out how to get there. Because think about, like, you have the power in a lot of ways to, to make these changes for yourself. I mean, the things we're talking about are not, you know, the, the most profound you know, they're not rocket science. They're not these most profound things that are, you know, impossible to do. For, you know, for most people, they're really like things that probably most people have the capability of doing, but you really have to, 
not not necessarily say your mind. I mean, I guess technically say your mind to it, but I realize it's more complicated than that. I don't want to oversimplify it. But really, what you need to think about is if if you have a goal, take out a piece of paper, write it on a notes app on your phone, on a Google Doc, wherever you have ability to write at the moment, and say, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to lose weight. I want to eat healthier. I want to exercise more. I want to be less stressed. And then make a list of three different ways that you can accomplish those, whatever that goal is. Because once you have that clear plan of this is the goal, this is what I can do to get there, then it becomes the matter of how do I execute that plan? Because by breaking it down to small parts, it makes it easier to follow through on. Like the idea of saying, I'm going to be healthier. I mean, that's great, but what does that actually mean? Does that mean eating healthier? Does that mean getting more physical activity? Does that mean getting more sleep? Maybe it means all of them because technically those are all healthy. (laughs) But what you need to figure out is how are you actually going to make this tangible enough that you can follow through on something? Because as soon as you make it tangible enough to follow through on something, it gives you something concrete to work with and a very concrete goal to work towards obtaining. So let's say it's more sleep, thinking about what time do I need to go to bed by in order to get up on time and get enough sleep? So then working backwards with eating, what, when do I have time to cook? So when can I cook ahead if I don't have time to cook for individual meals? Or can I schedule breaks in and eat during those breaks? So the idea here is by like having these tangible things, it'll make it a lot easier to follow through on things. Okay, so I realized like having a clear plan is great. And that's really like the, the, the probably one of the best first steps towards making changes. The other piece of it though, is obviously there's still that, fo- that follow through thing, which I know for a lot of people can be this lingering thing of, oh, I know what to do, but I can't get myself to do it. So in terms of going back to what we talked about earlier in terms of motivation, here's where you think about what is going to motivate you in that moment to do something. So if you have a clear plan of, let's say, I want to get more sleep. And so you have a clear plan, I'm going to go to bed by, I'm going to get into bed by 10 p.m. So then a motivator might be at, I don't know, 9 9.45 a.m p.m., you know, having an alert that or at least that first reminds you that it's time to start getting ready for bed, so you first have that awareness. Because even if you choose not to follow and go to bed, at least you're making that conscious choice rather than having a lack of awareness that you should start getting ready for bed. But then maybe figuring out what could motivate you to get into bed. Is it the thought of, oh, I'm going to get more sleep and I'm going to feel better? Or could you set it up where, I don't know, you have like a short podcast or a sleep podcast that you listen to and that you're excited for it, so that motivates you to get into bed so you can listen to it. You know, intrinsic motivation is great, but when that's not enough in the moment, that's where adding in an extra layer of some sort of external thing can be really helpful. And, you know, by doing that and figuring out what works for you and creating this structure for yourself, that can really help towards making changes. Even, or another example might be, let's say you say, I want to do meditation daily. So the first thing to maybe think through is, what are you going to use for it? You know, are you going to use an app or you use something else? So having that concrete plan of this is the meditation app I'm going to use. This is the particular one on the app I'm going to use. Because even if you use, like, say I'm going to use an app, that's great. But when there's so many choices, like a lot of the apps, it's great to have those resources. But if there's something to choose from, that itself can be a daunting task and sometimes deter people from actually following through on it. So let's say you then put whatever you're going to use on the playlist, you have it ready to go. And then you say, I'm going to do it at this time you obviously want to make sure you're actually going to be available at that time. And if something comes up, then figure out how to, how do you replan to do it at a different time. But by having that concrete plan, you essentially take all these possible things of what could go wrong and following through and essentially like counteract those possibilities by having this concrete plan. I mean, while no plan is foolproof, certainly like the more you have a concrete plan, make it realistic. And when something doesn't work, you kind of readjust it and try a different way until you find something that works, the more likely you are to be successful in executing whatever you're trying to do. 
So one thing you might have noticed as I'm talking with this podcast is there are times where I've kind of jumped around a little bit where because initially we started talking about motivation, but then we talked about some concrete strategies. We jumped back and forth a little bit. And so you might be wondering, was there a purpose to that or was I just rambling? I mean, I guess I could leave that to you to interpret for yourself. But if you think about it, if I just started talking and I you know, said in a linear fashion, first, identify something that you want to change and then make a list of it, of the things you want to change and the different steps to take. I mean, that's obviously the most probably direct way of doing it. But on the other hand, the problem is in a lot of cases, if you don't think about the motivation that goes behind the creating the list, then you're going to miss stuff and you're less likely to sort of have that, that resonate with you to actually take that action. You know, so what I'm saying here in terms of this idea, and part of the reason I also sort of had this little bit of a roundabout way it was intentional in in part in that the idea of, I think it was helpful to sometimes, you know, get a background for something to understand a little bit better, but at the same time, also be able to figure out you know, besides sort of that like understanding like the principle behind motivation to then figure out what do I do with this, but at the same time also have some examples and some other stuff that hopefully could ideally motivate you to make these changes for yourself. I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful for you and think about a little bit more about motivation and what you can do for yourself to improve upon the things that you like to change. So I encourage you, think about at least one thing that you want to change, list out the steps that you want to take to get there and start executing today to make those changes. Thank you for listening. Take care.